does the narcissist in your life struggle with addiction? A lot of times we see narcissists that have different levels and different varying aspects of addiction in their lives, typically because they're trying to sedate the person that they're trying to hide. They're trying to sedate the different version of themselves that's being shut down. It's not being shown to the world. A lot of times we'll see narcissists that are addicted to drugs, to alcohol, to pornography, to a lot of different things that keep them going in this perpetuation of sedation. We see this across the entire globe, but we see this mainly with men that are unwilling to actually show up as real men. And so as a result, they continue to lie and sedate and hide themselves. One of the ways that men do this a lot of times is through pornography. Maybe you're at the place where you've seen like a change in your husband's behavior and you're wondering maybe they're addicted to pornography. Maybe something is changing because you're not connected as much anymore. You're not seeing this happen as, as intimacy happens in the relationship. Maybe you're concerned about how does this actually affect. Maybe you have no clue that your partner even has an addiction to pornography or maybe you already know and you're excusing it away or you're thinking hey, probably it doesn't matter that much. Well, I want to dive in some today and talk about pornography addiction and explore some of the things to look out for and the effects that it actually will have on your relationship. This is a topic that happens a lot of times when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder and narcissistic abuse because we see this happen as a form of sedation, a way to be able to avoid the pain, the guilt, the shame, all the different things that they're hiding from instead of just being real, instead of being honest. It's easier to lie than it is to actually be vulnerable than it is to actually open up about the shit that's inside. So if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-born narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the seven-day challenge. You can find it at escapetoxicity.com or click on the link down below. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening to the podcast today, thanks so much. Appreciate you guys being here, and please share it with someone. You never know when you share one of these, it might be liberating to someone else who's confused about the fog, the darkness, the confusion that they're in being in a toxic relationship. So what does this look like first and foremost? Like the signs of pornography, the signs of porn addiction. Okay, Porn addiction is characterized by a lot of times being compulsive of like, this is just something I need. This is something that like I need to survive. Have you ever had your husband say like, hey, I have to have sex to survive or this is something I have to have? Or, hey, if you, because you didn't give me this, this is why I look at pornography. This is why I go cheat on you. This is why I do different things like this. Because there's this idea that's pervasive in our culture that if you don't have sex, if you don't have this aspect in your life, you're going to die. And people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like I can't survive this unless this actually happens. It's a bunch of BS. Uh, it's meant just to be able to serve the toxic person to be able to serve their needs in the moments they get what they want. I need this to survive. So a lot of people that don't have sex haven't died yet, but you're going to see that lie perpetuated to try to get what they want from you. So pornography and porn addiction is, is characterized a lot of times being compulsive, uh, excessive, excessive consumption of pornography that negatively impacts an individual's life, daily life, daily relationships. Now, part of it is as an obsession, as an addiction grows, it just starts to inundate every single aspect of their life. It starts to affect and show up in different places that normally it wouldn't even show up. A lot of times, they're not able to even seem to limit it. It doesn't seem like even be able to limit or control that pornography usage. 
preoccupation with sexual imagery, neglecting responsibilities, having this happen in inappropriate places, like all different things, it starts to diminish any real life sexual experiences. Like you're going to see this in the bedroom of him trying to have you do different things that you've never done before. Typically, you'll see randomly when it pops up is you'll see different signs of him either having a pornography addiction or being in an affair. And that's what they're doing. They're doing something different. He likes it. He's like, let me go ahead and, and try to get you to do this so I get what I want out of this. A lot of times you will see this happen in a toxic relationship where they're comparing you to another person or they're comparing you to the point that they're watching. So it's important to understand that when someone is stuck in one of these addictions, like you're not able to work on other traits. Like if someone has any addiction, pornography is one of them, you know, drugs, alcohol, like all different types of things. Like when someone has these addictions, it's really hard to be able to work on anything else besides that addiction first. So you might be with a narcissist that has a porn addiction. You're not going to be able to address the narcissism. You're not going to be able to work on the narcissism until the pornography is fixed. Otherwise, there's sedation happening on top. And we can't even get underneath the surface to the lies that they're telling themselves about themselves, regardless of the shame, regardless of the guilt that comes from doing the porn, because that just, that just perpetuates it over and over and over. Okay, pornography addiction is complex in a lot of different ways. It's not as simple as like, just stop. Just like trauma bonds aren't as simple as saying, just leave. You need to help rewire. Same thought process with pornography is you have to get to the place where it rewires the story that they're telling themselves, that this is serving me, that this is helping me, that this is what I want, or this is what I need, but it has to be changed. So you might see this in the relationship where your partner, he spends like hours viewing pornography. You might know about it. You might not know about it. I've seen both uh, in the toxic relationship. You'll see this hard time of like, he's not going to experience like getting aroused by you or having intimacy with you because it's all going to this one aspect. It's all going to a, a, a version of like, oh, this is so amazing because everything looks this way. Everything is this way. When in reality, it's not. It's just what they produce. Okay. But this exhibits different aspects of like, hey, like when I withdraw from this, like I start to, you know, freak out. Like I need to have this addiction. Like, and you'll see narcissists rage when this happens, when they pull away from the addiction, when you put boundaries on the addiction, all this kind of stuff. Because they're like, why would you do this to me? You're attempting to reduce the things that I want, the things that I like. Okay. You're going to see this and it just demonstrates that they're addicted. Okay. Now, what happens with the effects of it? Like the effects of pornography on a relationship with individuals going back and forth, like it has huge and significant effects on the relationship, okay? A lot of times you'll see first and foremost is decreased sexual satisfaction. Like there's not gonna be a connection between the two of y'all. There's not gonna be this great, amazing sex because of the fact that he's jacking off somewhere else. Like he's looking at stuff on other places. And so it starts to do this comparison game. Comparison is the thief of joy. So as a result, he's not going to be able to tap into that at all. Then a narcissist isn't willing to put aside their ego to actually love you. Then a narcissist isn't willing to have gratitude to you to even experience joy. So it's all it's all messed up, okay? Uh, but you're going to see this communication breakdown, emotional disconnection, and the main piece is a distorted perception in view of sex and intimacy. Like this is what starts the decline of the entire relationship. Maybe he's never been in pornography and all of a sudden it starts to decline. Or majority of times when you've had a relationship for a long period of time, he didn't just fall into pornography. It just didn't randomly happen. It's been there the entire time. It's just now you just found out about it. 
Now you just got through this. Okay. Pornography is one that you see a lot of times in Christian circles. Now, the reason why I say this, my therapist even said this one time, is pornography is the like Christian sin. Because a lot of times you have people that are addicted to pornography and you can't tell. It doesn't show up on the surface. Like drinking and drugs, you've got a different thing. You know, uh, smoking or like other other random addictions. You're going to see stuff that's like, oh, okay, they're addicted to this. Or I'm seeing a pattern of this. Like pornography addiction, you don't really see it. hides. It goes underneath the surface. This is something that is also prevalent in narcissistic relationships because of its close association to shame and getting a high. So the narcissist looks for a high, I get a high, and then, oh, I feel bad about what I just did. So then I go back into shame. Now I need to avoid it. So I get a high and the shame cycle happens over and over and over, which is a huge part of what narcissists are trying to avoid, shame avoidance. So it's going to prompt this shame, this guilt. A lot of times we'll start to isolate different pieces. No vulnerability, no exposure, no communication, no honesty. Okay. And then you start to feel betrayed, inadequate, or you start to experience that loss of trust because he's not actually being honest with you. This is one of the biggest problems in our society, period, is men that are unwilling to actually be honest, actually own up to the shit that's inside, the stuff that they're actually doing. As a result, nothing will change. Nothing will get better. If you don't have someone who is honest, vulnerable, and showing consistent change, nothing will happen. You see this over and over again. But people still hope and think maybe they'll change, maybe they'll get better when there's no depth of that communication there at all. So what do you actually do? If you're in a toxic narcissistic relationship and someone's addicted to pornography, just understand first and foremost, you cannot fix them. You cannot fix the narcissism and you definitely can't even work on it or approach it until any other addictions are worked on first. Okay, because addressing this aspect of pornography addiction requires open and honest communication. Your narcissist has not been and is not giving you open and honest communication. He's like, oh, yeah, I struggled with this in the past. No, you still have all these profiles on your phone and you've been active on it. You don't struggle with in the past. It's an addiction you have now. Like this piece has to get really, really real. I was talking to a narcissist the other day and I was like, hey, what's been going on? He says, well, you know, sometimes I'm kind of sneaky. And then we walked through this whole thing and we got to the place and we were like, do you see what you're actually saying? Sneaky sounds way better than being a liar. And he's like, yeah, I get that now. Okay. And we walk through this piece and it's the same thing that'll happen with someone that's an addiction. They'll minimize it. They'll try to be like, this isn't a big deal. But in reality, it's destroying your relationship because there's no connection there. There's no trust. There's no intimacy between you all that's not putting you, comparing you to another person. So you have to be able to get to this place of having a safe place for discussions about pornography. But the problem is if you have someone who's not willing to be honest, you have no foundation to build anything on. You have no foundation to continue moving forward. So all this to be able to say, a lot of times you're going to have a narcissist that is addicted to pornography. If that person, if they're not willing to be honest about it and actually work on changing it and transforming so they no longer need that in their life or think that they need that in their life, nothing's going to change. If you want to help with this, if you're confused, if you're wondering, what do I do in my narcissistic toxic relationship, reach out for help. You can click the link in the bio to go escapetoxicity.com. You can contact us at rawmotivations.com if you're interested in coaching or one-on-one interactions to see where you're at and where we can actually help you go. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a blessed day.